J right in your face. Welcome back to the Fadeaway Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, for a surprise segment live on location. Shout out Q Rich. <laughs> Shout out D Mouse. Shout out the Knuckleheads. We're live on location in Detroit, Michigan. St. Regis. St. Regis. We got a special guest in the building. Uh, this dude right here, a longtime fan of the pod, longtime friend of the founders of the pod, and here to grace us with his ever so loving presence. A day before his birthday. Well, I guess when we release it, it'll be, it'll his, be his birthday. birthday. So, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. The Great big 2-4? No, nah, that's Kobe. Be. That's Kobe. It that's Kobe. Be. It matches the yellow dewy. Hey, oh, bro, you already know what's going on. What's going on, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Big uh, big time fan of the pod. Lifelong dream of mine, so I'm glad <laughs> I was able to to get up on here. <laughs> We're glad we can make this happen for you, man. It's, uh, it's a real pleasure. How you doing, Zizo? You know you didn't even say who the guest is yet. Man, this is what People I'm talking know, about. People know, bro. Yeah, can't, even voice? can't even give my shine the day before my birthday. This guy is you the Instagram that? god, OB oh, underscore A1. <laughs> OBI underscore A1. <laughs> Mr. Ashraf Burhi goes by Ash. Can you use my full govy? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes he goes by Asra. <laughs> Just only at the border, though, oh, on our way here. So terrible. Uh, we were we were coming through. Um, we're in Michigan. We're coming from uh, from Toronto, obviously, for the Black Friday weekend, and we actually got to attend the Pistons game last night. Pistons yes, and the Hornets. Yes, sir. A couple uh, really good G League teams going at it <laughs> <laughs> under the NBA scope. So it was a pretty competitive game. Uh, PJ Washington killed it. I don't know. why I'm laughing. He's a good player. Uh, he's up for like wow. what, like Rookie of the Year or something. Fourth on the list. I mean, really? PJ Washington. <laughs> Come on. Compared to the other rookies. Devontae uh, Graham had a good Devontae game. Graham, he's really good. Shout out to producer yeah. Takla's uh, fantasy, fantasy team. Fantasy Actually, uh, shout out to producer Kiro PK. He's not with us this weekend, but we do have PT. 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 Get that run. PT. Let's go. Actually, everyone or anyone who listens that went to MCA with me, shout out to MCA reference PT. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to talk about it, though. So. Uh, we're in Michigan. We went to the story, Pistons yeah. game last night. Not nah, camp with the guy on blast like that. <laughs> but we were at the Pistons game last night. Uh, so talk me, talk to me about that. Ash, how was the? What did you see last night? It was a great game, man. You know, uh, I mean, kind of a uh, a bad showing for Blake Griffin. I mean, he didn't really have a, a great game, but uh, you know, they uh, came to hoop. We had uh, Andre Drummond had a decent game. Kennard had a big game. My boy, yeah, no, he's a bad fantasy pickup of the year. That okay. boy looking nimble. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know he's a bully. <laughs> uh, but it was a great game overall. And like you said uh, earlier, it was nice. Uh, it was first game for me <clears throat> of uh, of this season. But it was nice to just go to a game, relax, enjoy it. No real invested interest. So it was nice to just kick back. But isn't it? Isn't it kind of sad? Sorry to interrupt, but isn't it kind of sad that we have to go to uh, games that are uh, aren't in Toronto? <laughs> in a different yeah. country. Yeah, because yeah. it's too expensive and we paid like $25 to get into the Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> I paid more on food. <laughs> <laughs> but we ended up uh, moving down. Uh, what row were we? Uh, we were like, we're pretty, like row 20, lower bowl, I'd that say. Nice. Yeah. It was a nice it was view, close. like center court off yeah. to the side a little bit, but we got to move down. So the game got interesting at the end, though. Um, what happened? So I think Drummond. There was a whole sequence where Blake Griffin and Drummond were down low. They wouldn't get foul calls, and then 
uh, Blake ended up like diving for the ball and then committing the foul on one of the Hornets players. I don't know which one. And then they go shoot. And then the... I actually think it was Washington. Was it Washington? Yeah, I think so. But they, they go, then, then they go down three. Derrick Rose goes to... Um, they run a play for Derrick Rose. I think it was going to ISO three. And, no, and then it, it like so that I can't remember that. I just remember them giving up a bunch of threes and then turning they, it over. Man, they give a bunch of threes, turn it over, and then I think the run what the run play by Dwayne Casey. Oh, was an ISO three for Derrick Rose at the top, and then it missed, and then like the ball gets back tapped, um, and then I think Langston or Snell pick it up, and then shoot from half court, and then it looked pretty like solid. Yeah, and then but then obviously it missed, and then they lose by three. It was uh, it was cool, man. They they. I think the Chargers gave that game away, though. They were up, and then they just conceded, like, three threes in a row. But do you think like, – does, does, does Blake not play like he doesn't want to be there? Yeah, I was like just telling Ash that this morning. He's mm-hmm. just moving for the motions. Or last night, I can't like, He's not, like <laughs> – he's not invested in that team at all. Yeah, it was uh, – and Drummond, too, doesn't look really intrigued or interested would you, at all. Would you be happy if you left uh, <laughs> Hollywood, California, bro? California, IA to come to Detroit, Michigan? But then why hasn't he, like, done any of this, like, I demand a trade stuff, like – Everyone's doing it, and he's been there for like two seasons now. Like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. surprised he hasn't done it yet. Drummond, Drummond, obviously there's rumors because he's a free agent this year that he's gonna go elsewhere or that he might get traded. There's a whole thing about him going to the Warriors um, this season, and then and then I think there's another team that put him at like the top of like their list for for free agency. But like, and then you just gotta blow it up, get rid of these guys. He's still young, anybody. man, but he he's just looking uninterested. Or exactly, he doesn't want he doesn't want to be there. And if he doesn't want to be there, he's gonna be playing like. Not not as good as he can play, and he's already you have yeah. him on fantasy, right? Blake? No, um, Drummond. Yeah, he yeah, he's twenty and twenty, killing it. Yeah, he's killing it. So when he wants to play, he can get twenty and twenty. He's Blake bored. Never, Blake never wants to play. Yeah. Speaking of uh, him not want to be there, there was uh, an article that I looked up uh, about twenty minutes ago, and he told me I was going to be on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> nice research. And it was something about uh, Blake Griffin not wanting to, be, not that he doesn't want to be there, but he's saying that the team doesn't have any fight. So I just want to see. What do you guys think? Do you think the team itself doesn't have fight, or is it just him? Yeah, and I just think the troops. The whole team just looks disinterested. Like when I was watching last night, nobody really cared to be there, and they have like was it Langston Galloway yeah, like playing a guard for them, like subpar players. I, Derrick Rose looked good. He looks but really I mean, good. They don't yeah, look like they're playing like a team. It's just D a Rose. bunch of guys going to get their own. Yeah. Not look, even get their own. They don't even look like they want to get any, their yeah, own. Like it's just Derrick Rose like there's a like system like. Dwayne Casey. But I mean, there you go. Dwayne Casey is uh, is the the head coach of this team, and oh, we always said his team looked made him look way better than he actually was. Do you know what? The, do you know what did yesterday after, after the game? What he do? He he took off his his, his jacket and showed everybody his <laughs> Raptors hoodie. Really? And he's like, if you guys want to win, fire Dwayne Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm living proof. And then some guy looks at me, he's like, that's uh, Kawhi Leonard, buddy. <laughs> it's called Kawhi. He's like, man, what are you doing? So yeah, that was uh, that was cool. It was a, it was a fun game though. I'm not gonna lie, like um, good competition, good game, good tight game, buckets all game. Luke Kennard, Luke shout Kennard, out, yeah, these for uh, threes, these for threes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last night, um, my man Zade slept the second we got uh, back to the room. Takla was trying to fight himself. To he's like, I'm not sleeping, but you're hell snoring, yeah. so he was asleep. We're gonna stay up till two. Yeah, yeah. So he was snoozing, snoozing, snoozing. Uh, but Ash and I got to talking, and he asked me a question. He said, "What do you think separates the top echelon players from the guys who are just like average, 
or less than average, I guess? Is it pure talent, hard work? What like what is it? So we had a conversation, but mm-hmm. I want to start off with uh, Zaid over here. There's um, there's a mix of things because you see sometimes like there's guys that like are pure talent and they like but you you always don't know what their work ethic is like. You're not like there's some people that are like publicized to have a like, great work ethic. Some people that you just don't know like like a guy like Paul George, mm-hmm. like. He's just like when he plays, he just looks so smooth. He looks like he doesn't even pra- like practice right? Effortless. so effortlessly, right? Yeah. But you don't know what his work ethic is like. I'm sure he trains. So, like, assuming they all have the same work ethic, um, or similar at least, they all work on their games in the summer. Like, I think it's just like it's natural ability. Like, are you athletic enough? Mm-hmm. You know, are you are you are you are you are you gonna be skilled enough? There's guys. A lot of majority of the guys who are athletic already have that the upper hand. Mm-hmm. And the, like, you look at the elite players, only maybe one of them is not athletic. Right. Is a Doncic. Right, right. But you look at LeBron, AD, James Harden. I guess is low key athletic because mm-hmm. he's kind of like he's thicker. Right. But he can still jump. He can still run. He can still move. Right. He's agile. Like the Westbrooks are athletic. PG, Kawhi. These guys are all athletic. So I think what separates the the upper echelon from the rest of the league is just like athletic ability and natural ability. Um, and then obviously if they have a great work ethic, I think and you and you work on your game and your skills. I think that's what. That's what separates them, and then obviously mm-hmm. like a mentality. Like you gotta, ha- you gotta, you gotta have the mentality that you're, you're better than everybody else, or that you're, you can take on this person in front of you, or whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. So like talking about Mamba mentality and like st- like MJ's yeah. mentality, and I'm sure all these guys have it to a certain certain degree, right? Yeah. No, I agree with that. I feel like it's, um, I lean more towards I think the work ethic because I'm like, in my process of thinking, you made it to the league, right? So, your work ethic and your hard work and what you put in the game will dictate. Not dictate, but it'll find you a place to be in the game, right? No matter what the role is, no matter if you're the superstar, no matter if you're the sixth man, right? Your work ethic is what's going to, you know, have you keep your stay in the league. And that that's what's going to make you great. So not so much. Obviously, athletic ability is athletic ability is important, but I think it's about the mentality and what you actually put into it. I think it's actually 90% hard work. Ten percent, ten percent down. Yeah, because I agree with that. as I learn more about you know the players' insight, and I know all of us here start listening to more podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, like who have like actual players doing the podcasts or the interviews or mm-hmm. just listening to a player talk about their journey and man, like a lot of these guys weren't even ranked in high school. Yeah, and it's just to think about like what does that even mean? Like you were in grade eleven and you weren't even on the radar. Two years yeah. later, you're in the NBA mm-hmm. and you're competing in the NBA. So that it's obviously some of it has to be raw talent, but man, just to put in the work, like these guys say that I think it was Amari Stoudemire saying he was making 2000 shots every day yeah. for a month mm-hmm. straight. Can you imagine like what your arm would feel like? And that's <laughs> Jello makes that's not 2000 shots. Yeah, that's makes. So a good shooter goes like 50 to 75%. Right. So you like, you're thinking like maybe 3000, 4000 shots. Mm hmm. In a day, but my thing is like you don't think all these guys work like that, like not all of them. No. Not all of them, but you, t- you talk about like I, I heard on 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 knuckleheads. Quint Richardson is like because um, because of Ray Allen, or I think it was Quint Richardson, but because of Ray Allen, yeah, he started going to the gym at three a.m. Quint Richardson, and he was never like an upper echelon player. This guy's going to the gym at three a.m. I'm sure he's putting the the work in. These guys he's not all like, put he's in not the like work a superstar, in. But, but he was he a had lethal a long shooter. But you think he's upper echelon? 
Is what I'm saying? Like, but what, I'm what, saying what would he have like to do to be upper, upper, upper echelon? 1 a.m.? No, upper echelon in the sense that, like, he is top tier in what he does, which what makes him a great player. So if he's putting in the work at 3 a.m. to shoot a thousand shots or make a thousand, make a thousand shots, that's what's going to give him a spot in that status. But, but Just but, like Ray but, Allen. Ray Allen is known for what? For being an all-around player? No. He's known for being an sure. amazing shooter. Right? And he was the guy that was... In the gym Don't four hours Milwaukee before. Bucks, Ray Allen, though. He yeah, was, he was uh, all around. He, he was, was all around. Contest too. Yeah, but yeah. But, was back but, in the day, but yeah, he is. You're right. He's known. You know his mean? like known thing is that he's a shooter. Right. But the thing is, like, I'm saying, like, all these guys do. Like, like you're talking about upper echelon, like top ten, top fifteen, top twenty players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Q Rich was never top twenty. Mm. Right. And he's go. He's going to the gym at three a.m. Like he's putting in the work. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but I well, I guess sorry. I should retract instead of saying upper echelon to guys like. Because Q Rich had a good and and also another thing he did have a long career but also we don't know like he worked like I don't know what he did when he wasn't with Ray Allen like did he do that forever was it just when he was with Ray Allen because also August. like we're talking about the Ray Allen the Kevin Garnett the guy who's there at you know five in the morning every mm-hmm. day like that and the mm-hmm. Zach Levine interview when he was talking about like I got there early and KG was already in a head full of sweat right you know like way early in the morning so it. It takes some sort of talent to as well hold a long career. Maybe he's not a top 20 guy, uh, but he definitely was a, a good part on a lot of good teams throughout history, and he had a long career. Made a lot of money. Money. It's my bag. It's my money. Bag. My money? <laughs> but, yeah. No, um, I like the player's uh, perspective. But, yo, let's talk about – so, back in the day. So, background story to our listeners – we met Ash through our undergrad, which we did at Brock University. Shout out Brock University. Badgers. Badgers. Shout out Badgers. Yo, I actually want to talk about the Badgers for one second. My sister's <laughs> been keeping me posted with the women's team. They're apparently nasty this year, and they're, really? I think they've lost only one game. Uh, okay. Max beat them 11 years in a row. They beat them twice this season, including last night. Wow. Shout out PT. PK. And PK. Wow. Marauder. Yeah, Is both of our producers are from Mac. How do you, how do you say it? Marauders. Marauders? Yeah. Murderers? But shout out to PK and PT because we're better than you. But yeah, so back in the day at Brock University. Uh, so if any of you know Ash, he's a quiet guy, you know, unless you get to know him, know him and uh, give him some Red Bull. Then he's like a, a bit louder, but he's a quiet, quiet dude. Um, never yells. Never yells. Nothing. Never, you know, never timid or anything. And we were sitting in the car one time, and he was dropping. I think it was. Oh, my goodness. Beach, maybe. Beach was, was dropping, dropping off. About dropping and he off. was yeah. dropping me off, at, uh, or both of us off at the res. And we were just wrapping up a conversation after, you know, a nice sushi dinner. Probably. Yeah. Most likely. For Most sure. likely, sushi. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we were talking, and he it was Kobe versus LeBron. And I was like, yeah, man, you know what? Kobe is uh, poo. And this, <laughs> this man just turns to me and says, poo? Kobe is. Kobe's poo, and then he proceeded to yell at me, like aggressively. I was <laughs> a little bit shook in the car, and uh, he pretty much sent me straight about Kobe and in his place in history. So, needless to say, pretty big Kobe fan. So, yes, sir. Ash, talk to me about your fanhood and how it started, uh, and what kept the flame going. Okay, great question. So, um, been a Laker fan since uh, two thousand. Got into basketball maybe like on and off like two years before. So like I started watching basketball maybe around like eight years old, seven years old. So the first like 
actual glimpse of Jordan that I got was on the tail end of his career. So like I remember seeing like quote unquote the pretty cool though. Yeah, that is cool because we never I never got never to see got that because when you were eight I was four and I was hella <laughs> entrenched in Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> so I I actually moved to Canada when I was eight. So I was oh two and I think Jordan was out. Mm-hmm. That was like after the three peats too. Or yeah, like oh, yeah the end that. of the three peats. Yeah. So yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no worries. So yeah, um, got into basketball around that time. Um, really started getting into basketball in the early 2000s. So watching the Showtime Lakers make that comeback, uh, the three-peat from 2000, 2003. Uh, but oddly enough, my favorite player and who really, really got me into the game was Allen Iverson. Shout out to my oh. boy Tegla. So we share that uh, we share that together. I have a story about that, actually. About AI? Yeah. Do tell. So the first time I actually, actually met Ash... Was on the basketball court in OCYC. Yes. Like, uh, before first year, it was like after grade twelve. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this dude pulled up in an Iverson jersey, a the black, black AI the jersey, black <laughs> AI Sixers jersey. <laughs> and I was like, yo, like whatever. It's like another another nimble dude with a beard. You know what it is? Light so beard, I'm light seeing, beard. Yeah, and then time. I'm seeing this dude like he's like pulling up for three cash, cash, cash. I'm like, yo, what the heck? This guy's a shooter too. Like, okay, okay, whatever. So we're playing against each other, and we're going shot for shot. I can't really remember who won. No, I won that. Maybe. Yeah, I won that. <laughs> whatever. Because actually, uh, a few years later, I challenged you to a three-point contest for a basketball. And, and you won, he won, he won. And I won that, yeah. This man doesn't even use the basketball <laughs> out a of fact. spite. He just leaves it in his house. <laughs> <laughs> I asked That's him to fact. bring it. No, let's buy another one and compete for it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so the first time I ever met Ashley was wearing an Iverson jersey, um, a black AI jersey. So talk to us about your AI fanhood and what you loved about AI. I just love that he was himself. Like, I'm a big, like, be who you are type thing. Like, don't uh, don't apologize for being yourself. And he just, like, was himself to the 10th degree. He was unapologetic. Unapo- well, I can't speak. But he was not sorry for being himself. <laughs> <laughs> this man didn't even try. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so like you know, revolutionized the game on and off the court as far as like, you know how players were perceived and you know the stuff that <clears throat> I read an article. Bless you. Uh, thank you. I read an article um, a while back talking about how fashion in the NBA has evolved to what it is now, and uh, just seeing the transition from like back in the '90s to where everything was baggy and everyone had their own individual style. And then the NBA was like, mm, not a good look for the league, so we're going to enforce this, you know, make everyone look more uniform, business casual, suits, ties. And now it's like a it's like a fashion fashion show when yeah. players are walking like into the arena. Russell Westbrook pulls up in like a cardboard box. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's, that's, AI started that. Like, AI, he, he took a lot of heat for it, right? But now players are... Yeah, the, the crazy the thing too that a lot of people don't even realize is, and especially like new listeners or new fans to basketball, is uh, AI started the whole sleeve, yeah, uh, yeah. tattoo mm-hmm. and braid era. Yeah. yeah, like players never got their hair braided. Mm-hmm. Players Beforehand. never got yeah. tatted ever, and players never had a touch to hip hop. And, and he merged the hip hop world with basketball. Yeah, man. He rapped. He was in music videos. Like he was there. He did a lot of commercials. Like. You guys AI the, was the Jadakiss commercials. Yeah, with Reebok. Yeah. Reebok. Yeah, yeah. AI was revolutionary yeah. to the game of basketball more than just like pound for pound. Obviously, the greatest player ever in pound for pound. Yeah, no question. Uh, and then you 
like his off court presence and what he mm-hmm. did to the game, like um, the the sleeves and also having to wear the sleeve to cover it. So now people wear yeah, he, arm he sleeves, like sleeves, and yeah. even guys who don't have tats. Do you remember the, the uh, finger the, the finger, finger band? band. He, had, he had the finger the band, finger the headband, too. The sl- like the basically the the, the, the leggings, the whole the whole long socks all the way yeah. up to like yeah. leggings. He started all like even yeah. the fashion on the court now. Yeah, headbands, the way he wore it. Yeah, start all. He, if you guys actually like also pay really close attention, I think Tucker's crying. <laughs> <laughs> this is a moment for him. Tucker grew up uh, idolizing AI, huge, huge AI, AI fan. Wow. He loved AI so much that he became a Milo fan. <laughs> like <laughs> that tells you something, right? Like oh, the only Milo fans are like people who like fans. Lala and Tekla. <laughs> last uh, last tidbit here. No, but yo, shout out to Melo, and we'll talk about that in a sec. But go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry to interrupt. Um, my first ever email address was l i l lil <laughs> underscore Iverson underscore eight. Three was taken, so I had to settle for eight because I was <laughs> I was a Laker fan <laughs> at hotmail dot com. So y'all know it's real. Tekla, do you even have a Iverson email? No. no. Do you even have an Iverson jersey? No, he has one. Black he has one for sure. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah. Or blue. Denver. 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 Yeah. That's wow. a real fan. Yeah. Denver and that's Sixers. Okay, that's, that's pretty fan. cool. Okay, I'll give you that. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, like we were just saying, shout out to Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. A lot of us doubted him, like, specifically, my co-host here. <sighs> I didn't say he wouldn't put up numbers, though. Like, Not a blue. He hated to 20. Him, yeah, yeah but he needs to retire. Just hang it up. Yeah, because like after this coming, is be eighteen and six, forty six percent shooting from the field. He's There's, playing well. They won three straight games. Yeah, yeah. he's playing real he's well. He's playing really well. He had a double double last night. Man, he's dunking the ball like he twenty three eleven, bro. Like that's he's he's killing it, man. And yeah, I, I like, guess I like what I'm seeing from Melo. I'm happy for him. Like he deserves it. I guess he's giving them what they need, like scoring. And like now Dame's back. Though, yeah, which also which also helps. Yeah, go ahead. I just had a, a question that came to mind. Now we're talking about Melo. Just to connect it to one of the first topics that we talked about. Sorry to, to move backwards. Yeah, let's do it. But in that situation, this question is specifically for Zadie McGrady. Yeah. Um, do you think it's Carmelo's athletic ability or the work that he's put in not being in the league or waiting to get the opportunity? Like, what do you think it is right now? Like, he's playing good. So is it just his intrinsic God-given gift that's like, all right, we're going to give him another shot? Or is it the fact that, you know, he's obsessive, he's constantly in the gym? I mean, get back to where he was. I mean, like you, you see. I mean, I've seen the videos of him at Lifetime. Like he, he puts in the work, and I guess he he works Hoodie out. Mello. Hoodie, Hoodie Mello and all that stuff. Like he, there's no doubt he puts in the work. But if you look, he's bro. He's like 35 years old. Um, two years away. Like you're like you're getting older. He can't move as well as he used to. Mm-hmm. He's a bit like even though he like got a lot slimmer, he just doesn't look like he's as mobile as he used to be. Right. But like he's still putting up numbers. And like the thing, the one thing that that's that's in his favor is that he knows how to shoot, and he's probably the best shooter out of those. I like the D, the D Wade, LeBron, Chris Bosh, like that 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 whole uh, draft class. Draft class, like not best OG pure, shooter, not best pure shooter, but like scorer. for a guy who's a scorer, he's the best shooter out of them. And right. he started that before the the league moved in that exactly in that direction. He, and especially that he did the mid range, and His now form you can is tell, perfect, bro. It, you don't. That's the one thing he don't. You never lose the ability to shoot, no matter how old you are, no matter how old you get. You never, <laughs> you never I lose know. the ability to shoot. But he's <laughs> nodding and smiling at me because he had. Uh, I know. Yeah. Six threes last week. Six threes. In the comeback back. season. Six threes. Back, Bro, it's huge. just cl- it's clockwork, you know. It's <laughs> but I just exactly. need to get my legs under me. Riding a bike. That's exactly what it is. It's it's clockwork. So that's the one thing in his favor. And now he's stepping out and shooting threes a lot. Like, um, I saw like a, a bunch of like highlights of of his trainer. Uh, what's his name? C Brickley. Where, and that's, that's his like Instagram. Chris, I think. Chris Brickley. Yeah. Mm. Um. 
showing like um, clips of him training and then clips of the game and like how his practice is exactly what he does in the game. Like he'll come up, pull up, he'll get a pass from the trainer and then shoot. Or he'll come off a screen, pass, shoot. Like yeah. it, and that's a good thing that, that Melo has going for him is that he can still shoot. He can still shoot. You know what I mean? So yeah. even if he, he can't hit a big three well, last night. Did yeah. He? he almost concussed yeah. himself with that celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poked his brain. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's uh that's that's cool for the mellow conversation. I didn't, I actually f- completely forgot about the whole AI thing. Um, but we got to wrap it up in a sec because we are going to go to Chick-fil-A soon. Yeah. So, shout out to the States. Chick-fil-A. Shout out Kanye. Shout out. <laughs> shout out AI. Um, so one last question for you, Mr. Laker fan, LeBron mm-hmm. fan. I mean. Oh, LeBron? Are you a LeBron fan? Oh, are you a LeBron fan, sir? Okay, let me, let me break it down for y'all. <laughs> At the time. In that Tim Hortons drive-through, wherever we're coming from, you had said that LeBron was better than Kobe. Facts, which is not a fact. It's a fact. And you usually do spit facts, but that one stormy night, <laughs> what you said was it's a, a lie. It was false. Come on, no man. Uh, at, and at the time too, Zay. he didn't win a chip. He he was a, he was a great player. Definitely was it? Did he this he this didn't win the at chip. the time. This, this, this before is the first year. This is before the chip. When did he win chip. his first one? Four thirteen. 20, Twelve. Twelve. No man, so 2011, OKC. No, that's Mavs. Mavs is Mavs 2011. He's 2012. 2012. So I think it might have been after his first chip. No, I don't think it was because first year was 2012 summer. Yeah. Was it? The yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because so our after his our graduate our grad hoodie says class 20, of 2012. Yeah, so really? Yeah. But so yeah, really it was after, okay. So yeah, okay, regardless, chip. five versus one. Five, one. five versus yeah. one, right? So I mean. He was a great player. He is an amazing player. Definitely, in my opinion, the best player in the league right now. But at the time, like, it's still so much to prove. Like, his ceiling, obviously, like, he wasn't even close. And I still think, like, he has some room left under that ceiling. Do you think Kobe's ever had to play against a Golden State? Because that is the reason he's lost, like, two finals. Like, that team is, is rigged, like, all time. Yeah. And that, like, I don't, I don't mean to say, like, discount, you know, any championships that Kobe's won or overstate ones that LeBron has won. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you're considering his all-time record in eight straight finals and he lost, yeah, he lost a few. But when you look at the two that he, people, he lost 8-1, yeah. 4-0-4-1. That's not him. Like, yeah. that is KD, Steph, Clay, Dre in their prime. Like, it's not fair. That is a great team and, and they won the championship. But. I don't know. Without that, like he could have he five could have. by now. And I do you think he can win this year? The Lakers are seventeen and two right now. Ten straight wins. They won last night, right? Yeah. What do you think of uh, of the Lakers this year? Are you sold? Honestly, yeah. Like, and I, I remember you were saying this uh, last night too. Like, this is the Lakers playing without Boogie. Yeah. Right. So like. 17 and 2. So he can ease his way back. And mm-hmm, he's still yeah. got talent. Even if he comes back and becomes just a pop up, sh- like a, a spot up shooter, a stretch four. Yeah. You don't need to be DC. Yeah. We don't need you to be DeMarcus yeah. Cousins. Exactly. But you can still shoot. He's a high level player. And he can ease his way back in. There's no pressure. There's 17 and 2s. I think they're tied for the best start in franchise history. Wow. So I'm definitely sold. I hope they stay healthy because I would love, love, love to see LeBron win a chip. Yeah. Laker? Me too. Ooh. Yeah. Most definitely. Did you guys know that Jordan three-peated at the age of 33, 34, and 35? Mm-hmm. Well, so the chance. That's pretty it's crazy. A, it's a chance, yeah. Think about that. That is crazy. That is crazy. LeBron's about 33? 33, yes. Yeah. Because he's a He's a No. Shout 35, out December babies. Bro. 35 then. Yeah, he's, he's 84. Wow. He's yeah, 35. 35. Yeah, he's 35. 35. 
So he might have like one or two left in him. That's what I think. Mm. I hope. I really hope he wins this season, though. It's gonna be. It's gonna come down to health. If they have a full team, healthy team in the playoffs, like I worry about AD. To be honest, he's nimble. <laughs> <laughs> he's a feather. Yeah, every time he gets touched, he goes down and he holds his elbow or shoulder or sure. big toe. Left I have knee. Him on fantasy, yeah, so you know, know, like it's kind of oh, annoying. It's like he got bigger, but he's still nimble. Nimble. He's a bully. He's that boy. So yeah, you're sold, not hold. No, I'm I'm definitely sold right. on uh, on LA. All right, well we got to wrap it up, ladies and gents. So uh, shout out to our man Ash. Happy birthday, Happy sir! Birthday, Thank you very Ash. much. The big what two the, nine. What episode number is this? This is technically number six, yeah. but we're we're not doing it. Like we're gonna call it something special. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna call it. It's not just another episode. No, but I'm saying like, do you guys know like it, in your entirety of doing this? So we did twenty two last season. Okay. And then seven, if you include the intro this season. Seven, that's crazy. This is number so 29. almost there. Wow. Oh, wow. That's crazy. You guys see that? Wow. You guys see that heck, bro? Yo, did you, did you prepare this from before? For sure. All right, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> and, uh, thanks for listening. Yo, I'm tripping. Man, that's, that's fate, man, what it's meant to be. And I, Yo, for the listeners, I've been trying to get on here. <laughs> like, when I tell you trying, I have been trying. Wow, but you that know, is pretty crazy. Episode number twenty nine on this man's twenty ninth birthday. It is what it mm-hmm. is, man. Fade away is gonna make it. Yes, sir. Okay, so let's wrap it up. We gotta go get some Chick Fil A. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gents. We're gonna get back to you still regular time next Wednesday at five, hopefully ish, five ish, plus right. tax. See ya. <laughs>